listener production. Do you have a child starting school this year? The most important thing when your child is starting school is to create an environment where there is a reassuring sense of predictability for them, that they know what is going to happen, when it's going to happen, and who is going to be there with them. Today on Feed, Play, Love, how to make sure your child is ready for school. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt. Do you have a child starting school this year? They may already have a week under their belts or a day or tomorrow might be the big one. Wherever you're at, starting school is a significant step for children and their parents. And while we all think about the first day, it can be the weeks and months following the first day that can be challenging for kids. Hannah Davison is the co-founder of My Big Moments, a series of books helping kids and parents manage significant, tricky events. Hannah has two kids herself. They're 10 and 8. Hi, Hannah. How are you? I'm really well, Siobhan. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I do want to talk about after the first day because there's a lot of concentration on that. But before we move on to that, let's start at the beginning. We kind of need to. How can we best prepare our kids for the first day of big school? Well, I think one thing to keep in mind is that for particularly eldest children, the word school might not mean very much to them. So as adults, we have a whole lot of understanding and context around what school is and what happens, what that experience is going to be like. Sometimes for kids, they're going to get asked by grandparents or friends, you know, are you excited about starting school? And they have no idea if they should be excited about starting school because they really don't know what's happening. So for kids, um, it's so important to create that sense of predictability that's reassuring for them. There's real fear around uncertainty. So the more that we can give them some certainty about what's coming up for them, the more reassured, the more confident they're going to feel going into this big new experience. What we like to talk about is setting up a whole lot of things that you can do in the lead up to school that's going to help create that reassuring predictability for your child. So one thing is to give your child a sense of agency and ownership over the change that's about to take place in their lives. So that's involving them in some of the things that we will do to prepare, like going and getting their uniform if they have one, maybe getting their school backpack, their lunchbox, their drink bottle, their books and stationery, getting their name on things. Also preparing something like a visual checklist together, maybe with photos or drawings, that um, details what your morning routine is going to be like. Because if you can sort of reduce the that sort of chaotic morning routine, everyone can leave the house feeling prepared and calm and ready to go. So things like, you know, getting up, getting dressed, brushing teeth, eating breakfast, shoes on, doing your hair, getting in the car, all that sort of stuff. So they always know what that next thing is happening for them. Um, so when they get there, there's no big worries, big surprises. Um, another thing to do is get your child into the routine that you're going to be doing before school starts. So bedtimes are adjusted from, you know, holiday bedtimes. In the morning, you're getting up at the time you need to get up and you can get going. Um, Try and, if you can, visit the school grounds before your child starts school. So whether there's school visits or whether you're able to go and visit that school when it's really quiet. So they can see where their classroom is, um, really importantly, where the toilets are, where they might eat their lunch, where they might play. And so they've got in their mind, they they can see where they're going and they're a little bit familiar with that. So the more familiarity um, and context you can build around what school is going to be for them, the better off they're going to feel. 
Now, you mentioned there that we all have our own knowledge of what school is and what it entails. And I think one thing that does happen when kids start school is that the first day is super exciting. And then as the days and weeks roll by, they suddenly understand that this isn't just one day and that they (laughs) have many years of schooling ahead of them. Um, And that can be quite challenging for little kids who are used to spending their day running around, not sitting on the floor listening to someone. Um, I know most first classes for children in big, big school are a bit more relaxed, but still the structure of school itself can be quite daunting after that initial excitement. Do you have any tips on how we can support our children once that um, potential slog becomes apparent to them? Yeah, and I remember this so well with my own kids. When it dawned on them, they're like, oh, this is not just this week. This is going on and on. Um, and I, I would say one thing, you know, because as, as they're adjusting to getting into school and that new routine and there's all these new demands on them, that's going to take a lot of their energy. So initially, if you can just maybe reduce the amount of activities and things that you're doing after school for a little while um, because they're going to come home probably pretty exhausted, physically and mentally exhausted and emotionally exhausted too. So prepare yourself for the for the post-school fall apart um, because they're just tired and they've been keeping themselves together all day and suddenly they're with someone who they feel really safe with and it's quite common for them just to fall to bits. So when they have those little meltdowns, we just have to be really present with them and patient with them and understand that, you know, this is not them, this is them adjusting to a change and this is them trying to manage the energy around that change. Um, There's something that we do at home called the worry dump. So if your child is, you know, they're having all these thoughts and feelings about this whole new adjustment, um, when our kids are in bed, um, jump in there next to them and they have a few minutes just to kind of offload everything that's on their mind, everything they're thinking about and their feelings from the day and any concerns they have. And that quiet one-on-one time is really important for you and them in that space where they can actually release that before they go to bed. And when when they're having that realisation that, in fact, this is something that is going to go on and on, there's times that they're not going to enjoy it all the time. I think it's okay to go, yeah, you know, and we all have to go through this. We all have to experience school. And there's going to be parts of school we really, really love. And you can list some of the things that they're interested in that they enjoy. And there's going to be parts of school that are going to, we're going to find more difficult. But I think it's great to emphasize the positive things for them that they'll enjoy. You know, maybe their particular interests or the friends that they're making, um, the thing, the opportunities they're going to get and how it does change as well. It's not going to be you know, the same things every single day. There's going to be lots of new activities and new challenges and new things to take their attention. And um, the other thing about that, I suppose, is at that age, kids are still quite small and some children make friends more easily than others and some seem to continue that parallel play for a few more years until they, you know, really blossom into their friendships. Should we be helping our kids make friends in that first year of school or should we be leaving it I up think to a them? little bit of both you know I always think let your kids guide you if they're concerned then you know see what you can do outside of school to invite some some people around you know some other families that you maybe you get on with or you want to get to know better give them the opportunity to get to know kids outside of school where you know things are a bit more relaxed for them um, if they're not concerned 
I don't think you need to really worry about it. Like they'll they'll come to that. One thing you can do though is, you know, sometimes kids just don't have language and dialogue to use for new social situations like making friends, like inviting someone to play with them or eat their lunch with them or do something with them or, you know, asking for help if they need it. So maybe role-playing a little bit of that dialogue with them. So, you know, you can say, if you want to ask a, a new friend, here's something you can say and having a go with them like that because often it can be their confidence too. You know, they might have come through preschool with a lot of kids that they've just known since they were almost nonverbal and become used to, but then faced in new social situations, they're going to need to be armed with some slightly different skills and tools to manage those. And if we can equip our kids with those things that they can reach for, then that's really helpful to them. Yeah, one thing um, about the transition from daycare to big school uh, that I don't think we talk about too much is the different experience for parents. So I remember when my eldest started big school and I was, one, I was worried that I wouldn't like any of the parents. And the other big change for me was the relationship you have with the educators, with the teachers. So in daycare, I felt so close to my child's educators. There's not as much space or time for that kind of connection in big school. Um, and what I've come to see is that it were the, it became the parents of the kids that were the community in primary school. They almost replaced that relationship I had with the educators in kindy. Does that resonate with you at all? Yeah, it totally does. And I think, yeah, as well, the, the effect that has on our kids is that they're going from an environment where there's a much more sort of nurturing maternal environment in the preschool with the teachers. And, and we know that because we go in and like, oh, you know, this happened in the day and you can keep really catch up on what has happened for your child. But then when they go to big school and they have teachers, those teachers have different expectations of them. They're not going to have the same relationship with you. And they're expect, you know, there's a greater demand of self-sufficiency from your child. So being able to prepare them to do some things for themselves, like tying their shoelaces, getting to the toilet, getting dressed, sunscreen, being able to open their lunchbox is really helpful. Um, but I do know what you mean, that there's that, that slightly jarring feeling because there's a, there's a sense of, my child isn't going to get the same nurturing that they had before and I can't fill that gap anymore. And yeah, and, and I think something we do need to think about, and to be honest, it, like, it doesn't come that naturally for me, is that whole getting to know all the other parents and um, attending the, the school events and um, creating that community. Um, we kind of have to find that we are also needing to push ourselves a little bit into that area of discomfort to do those things initially until we get to know people, just like our kids are trying to get to know people, so that we create that community because you do tend to really rely on that and I think that and, and form those relationships outside of the school with those other parents. And it can be such a lovely experience. Like I, the the kind of connection and uh, friendship I found in 
preschool with the educators, I have found a similar kind of connection and community with the parents from school. So even though it can feel quite daunting and you're like, we don't need to be friends just because our kids are friends, it actually becomes a real place where you can gather. And I have heard it's quite unique for primary school that it's it doesn't, high school is a different kettle of fish altogether and you hardly see the other parents. Whereas primary school feels like you know, here's an opportunity for parents that is actually quite good for them as well. Yeah, totally. And I think, you know, we get stuck socially sometimes just seeing the same people and doing the same things. It's very comfortable. Um, Like when you think about it, how often do you make a new friend as an adult? It's not very often. Uh, And when I see those like school events or the, you know, the PTA events or something coming up on the notices and inside I'm going, oh, but then, you know, then you go and surprise yourself that you actually have a really good time and you meet people who are like-minded and then you think, oh, actually, this this is a good opportunity for me too. I'm just being a bit closed-minded about it. so, you know, it's it's worth getting involved and you soon find your groove with the people that you click with and hopefully they are your kids, the parents of your kids' friends too. <laughs> yes, there is that. Um, before we let you go, Hannah, you have a new venture yourself talking about starting new things. Can you tell us about your latest venture? Yeah, so um, off the back of the My Big Moments books, um, we discovered that parents are really looking for a bit of community as well and a bit of help for themselves as individuals. So what we've done is we are starting a podcast. It's going to be called Untidy Podcast. It'll be on all the major platforms coming out on the 14th of February. And this is all about, it's made for the people right at the heart of the steaming hot mess we call parenthood. It's all about honouring. <laughs> it's honouring the person within the parent because we're all trying to adult at the same time as being parents. And so we have a whole lot of belly laughs. We talk to some amazing people who've been through some enormous events. We talk about things that really matter for all of us as individuals that we're dealing with every day while we're also dealing with parenting. So um, it's been a lot of fun. Um, It's been really touching and we can't wait to share it with everybody. Congratulations on the podcast and thank you so much for all the guidance on starting school. Thanks for your time, Hannah. Thanks so much, Siobhan. That's Hannah Davison. She's the co-founder of My Big Moments for info on their books and the new podcast. Check out the notes in this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love, a listener original podcast. If there's something you'd like to learn more about, email me at feedplaylove at sca.com.au. I'd love to hear from you. For more great kids and parenting podcasts, check out the Listener app and don't forget to follow us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.